Hey, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's well. Welcome to the day. For those that are joining us live, happy Tuesday. For those that are joining us any day of the week, thanks so much for tuning in. Even if you're here new, thanks for joining us. Opportunity to get a little bit better. That's all we got to do in life. It's a little better every day, an inch, just an inch. And speaking a little bit about this concept of just adjust. Okay, better. I'm speaking a little bit about this concept yesterday about the defenses. This is an incredible piece that we're encountering now as we sort of get to the application of our first trait, but will apply to everything in life, which is there's a counterforce that's inside us. Whether that counterforce is old neuroplasticity, uh, or as I personally believe that is the, the thought process that comes into our mind that is from a spiritual source. It doesn't matter what one's level of belief is. Either way, there's a counterforce. And the counterforce is going to tell us and advise us to not do the exact thing that we should be doing. If we think that is us, to some extent we're right. It could be the old us. It could be this thought. But either way, we have to be prepared for it. And we have to figure out how to get around it. Because if we don't, we're going to get confused in the moment of action and then not do. Now, remember, if we just don't do, we lose. Right? Because if everything stays stagnant, we lose. Because you never go, life is never stagnant. There's no such thing. As one person explained to me years ago, years ago, I was in my uh, first year out of high school. I was studying in a yeshiva in Israel, and I had a, uh, a student, I guess, teaching me. And he gave me this example that I'll never forget. He said, life is like a, an, es- um, an escalator. Oh, not an escalator, a walking Someone help me. What's the, a moving walkway? A moving walkway. That's the way to say it. That's the appropriate way of saying the things that move in airports. Wouldn't life be great if they were everywhere? You ever, you know what I love about moving walkways? Like when you're in an airport. Yeah, but I'm talking about the, you know, the ones that move. I love that. Because like you become like Superman. Like you're walking fast and all of a sudden like you hit the stride on the moving walkway your way. You're like flying. Like Man, I always can, wish I could walk at this speed always. It's great. And you're zipping past people. There's always that one person that's standing on the wrong side that you're going out of your mind. I think we spoke about it here once, how you can tell a lot about life. Auto walk. Thanks, Ken. You can tell a lot about life, I think, by the walk, by, by airports. If you're walking down a regular hallway of, a, of an airport, you can tell a lot about people by whether they're walking on the side, walking on the walkway, or standing on the walkway. Right? You know what I'm talking about? An up escalator? You can tell a lot about a person. If you're walking up an up escalator or you're standing on an up escalator, maybe for another time. Assume that life is walking on a auto walk that's slowly going in the wrong direction. You stand still, you're going backwards. That's how it works. You stand still, you're going backwards. Look at the kids that come out and spend three months doing nothing. They're going backwards. Every day we got to move forwards because we got to overcome 
whatever that backwards pressure is, inaction, the earth. From the earth we come to the and to the earth we will go. There's a sense of pull back. And we have to overcome that. And so it is a normal piece of us that whenever we work on a trait, you will see that the thing that you're working on will start to create a voice that tells you not to do certain things. And whether you're going to write it down in a journal or you're going to articulate it into your head, if you commit yourself every single day to do one thing that represents zeal, enthusiasm, in the world of fast acting, which is doing something you wouldn't have otherwise done, you will hear the voice that says don't. You will hear the voice that says you can't. And when that voice comes in, you have to be prepared. Not the first time. You can fail. As King Solomon says, a righteous person fails seven times and gets up. There's no... Being perfect is a... Being perfect is, is an illusion created by a world that gets that you can sort of like clean people up after they take pictures. You know what I'm talking about? Only in a world where you can graphically change a picture to make it perfect is there something called perfection. In the real world, there's no perfection. God doesn't make, I mean, God is perfect, but he creates an imperfect world. We just got to be aware of the voice. We got to be aware of the excuses. We got to be aware of the same stuff that's coming our way, the same defenses that the, that the other team is throwing at us. Because once you can hear the defense, once you can hear it enough times, you can develop a strategy to get around it. And now you've graduated past that board. And that trait is more firmly part of your life. It doesn't end, but you keep on graduating up. And so part of this work that we're doing together really is the development of ourselves in this particular way. We work on a trait together. We push ourselves in a certain area together. And when the voice comes and says, don't do that, and we listen or don't, we record that in our minds or with our pens or with our keyboards. Because the next time it comes, you'll hear the voice. And you have to be prepared. So if you remember yesterday, we spoke about this idea that waking up early. And the voice would always tell me, like, it's going to be this, it's going to be that. I constantly hear that voice. If you don't get up, you're crazy. You know what time it is. Don't get up. And there was no way I was being the voice until I told myself the answer is not that. The answer is how good it's going to feel when you're up. So just defer the judgment. And when I would get up earlier and I would be doing what I'm doing in the morning and I would stop. I'm like, this is amazing. Remember how good this feels. Remember what it feels like to be up now because I have to, I have to figure out a way to anchor that feeling in my brain. So the next time I'm up and my brain says to me, which it will, you're so tired, don't get up now. I have a counter strategy that says, this feels amazing. In my work, I lots of times have to have uncomfortable conversations or be with people that are 
more challenging. I learned along the way that even people that are challenging, it's usually a front. Most people are really good people. They put up these fronts and these defenses. And many times I'll be in a company and I'll have a conversation with somebody. And afterwards I'll be like, that guy's a good guy. Just no one talks to him. Reminder, Charlie, when you're in a world, don't avoid it, people. Go at it. Have the conversation. And the next time there's a person that you don't really want to sit down with, you push yourself. Times where I'm like, I can't go out because it's so late. I'm so tired. And then you go out and I'm like, wow, I'm so happy I went to that event. How many times has it happened? I mean, back in the old days when we actually went to weddings and bar mitzvahs and dinners where that happened, where I'm like, I can't go to the dinner. I'm so tired. I got so much going on. But the school or it's my friend and I should be there. And I get in the car. I'm like, this. Is, oh, I should have said no. And I go and I'm like, dude, I had the best time. Remember, how many times did I have to work on something that I didn't want to work on? And the minute you sit down to do it, I'm like, oh, I'm so happy I got it done early. There's so many things in our lives that we got to just do, but there's a voice. And if we're not aware of the voice and we don't have a counter strategy before we get into the situation, we're going to lose. If you show up to a game and you haven't prepared an offense against a defense, they're going to beat you. And a lot of what journaling is supposed to do is get us to look at something after it's done so that we can look back and say, okay, that thing that happened to me, now I'm out of it. The emotion's gone. The feeling's gone. I either won or I lost that particular battle. But now I'm here. Now I can look at the thing and say, okay, how would I deal with this next time? What should I do? And then you try to employ that strategy. And then you go up against it at the next time and you fail again. And you go, okay, I, I had a strategy. Why has it not worked? And if you think this is a waste of time, this is the time. Entertainment is a waste of time. This is real. This is the real game of life. This is more exciting than the Super Bowl because Super Bowl, for the most of us, doesn't do anything for us. It just distracts us. This is the game of life. And when you play this game, this is the drama. This is real drama. This is really, this is the real stuff. Am I going to win or am I going to lose it? My own, against my own inclination. Am I going to really inculcate a trait or not? Am I going to be a person that is enthusiastic when the going gets tough? I have to work at this. And this is just one trait. If I'm working on multiple traits on any given week, when I get to my weekend, I've got a lot to discover. Why do I got to wait to hear about Bill Belichick's ability to, to, to watch game film? Why do I got to watch a movie about a spy? Why do I got to do that stuff for? I got so much going on in my life. It's so much more enjoyable to see how I can work and grow myself by looking back at my own week and looking at the journal. I'm pointing to my journal. Looking at the journal of my own week and being like, how did I do? Where did I fail? What did I go wrong? I'm looking at my own stuff after the Simchas Torah and I'm like, wait, I want to live like this and live like that. And I'm one week later on Sunday going like, how did I do this week? This is the stuff of, this is how great companies grow. This is how great people grow. It's in us. Every one of us has, is destined for greatness.
because we have the, the source inside us. The question is, will we take the time to do it? Will we prepare the strategy? Will we prepare the defense? Are we going to prepare a plan for, against each defense that comes at us? If my voice goes with this, I'm going to say this. If my voice goes with this, I'm going to say this. I'm going to stop thinking it because at this point, if I overthink it, I'm dead. You, you start to approach the voice in your head that holds you back with a strategic mind. You're not thrown. You're not wishy-washy. You don't go from like, I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out. I'm pumped. I'm too tired. But it goes a step further. Because the second aspect of zeal is not just fast acting. The second aspect of zeal is maximum strength. And what that means, I guess, in the world of Tylenol and Advil, is that when you take a Tylenol and Advil, and let's assume, I don't know this, if someone out there is a pharmacist or um, a chemist, maybe you, you can jump in and, and give us more detail here. But my assumption is that whatever's going on in your head that needs the medicine for is a certain level of challenge. And you need to have medicine that's not just going to start working today You need, or this moment. You need medicine that actually has the strength to take you to the distance and close it out. It's not just I act. It's I am going to sustain the energy that is necessary to continue the activity to completion. I close. You have to close the game. The coach would always tell me that games are won in the third quarter because the fourth quarter, you're almost done. So you get that adrenaline. The first quarter, everything is new. Third quarter, it's like, it's like the lull of the game. And for those teams that have maximum strength, that wake up every play with the same vigor as the first play, they blow teams away in the third quarter. If you look at life, that's how it is. Look at, projects that you've worked on look at people kids see this a lot of times in kids if let's assume you have a kid in your let's just most people let's assume they have a child from until they're what their 20s so the third quarter is what like you know teenager years maybe younger tweens you see this you know they're little you're all the energy first quarter excitement you're growing them and they get to be 10 11 12 once you get to like 13 14 15 they can sort of handle themselves a little bit it's like a pullback the lull, marriages, marriages. After those first few years, after the first few kids, businesses, careers. After the first few, whatever in, in your career, it's like, man. A lot of times in life, you see people that have a lot of energy for something and they can't close it because when you get to the middle of it, you get to the middle of it, you don't have enough energy to sustain it. It's There's a certain excitement we have with variety. Variety brings in its own level of excitement and enthusiasm and zeal. That's what's happening today. I told you this uh, story about my the story of uh, when things break. I don't know about it isn't by you, but sometimes when things break, the answer is always let's get a new one. We live in a culture like this, where when things break, we get new ones. Which means the things that we're buying isn't usually as durable. And the mentality is when it's over, let's just chuck it. There's a lack of durability. There's a lack of distance. And so it happens to all of us. 
the variety that we look for holds on to us. So when we get in the beginning of fast acting, maybe we can do fast acting. Maybe we can overcome that challenge. Maybe we can jump in and we will ride the wave of something new to help us get through this and to bring the enthusiasm into a new project, a new day, a new career, a new relationship, a new relationship with God. People are pumped around the Yom Kippur time. People are pumped when a small miracle happens to them. People are pumped and they come off a trip. But does it sustain? Does it last? Can we wake up in every day? And maybe it's not the same level of uh, enthusiasm, but it's enough. That's This is really where, where zeal starts to become exponential. This is really where enthusiasm and zirizut becomes something that takes us to the next level is when we, when we are involved in something. There's two aspects of this, right? The zeal has two pieces. There's the fast acting. I'm not involved yet in something. And it comes my way and there's a brick wall in front of it. I don't know. Should I? Shouldn't I? Boom. This second dimension, which is totally different, which is I'm doing something already. I'm already in the game. And it's getting boring. Not because there's something wrong with it, because I'm I like variety. I need to be stimulated. I'm used to getting stimulated every 15 seconds. I've been listening to this person talk for for, for five minutes. I've had this conversation even on the boost. You should really do the boost for one minute. I'm like, I don't want to do it for one minute. I mean, I think one minute's great. And there are great organizations that have minutes. That's an amazing piece of the larger platforms out there. But I don't want to talk for a minute. Yeah, but people, attention spans. I'm like, I got it. Like, I got it. But, you know, it's been five minutes. Like, oh, my gosh, to hear a voice five straight minutes. You know what kind of, you know what kind of person I have to be? Thanks, Deb. I love my people. You guys are the best. I got to tell you, just as a shout out, those people that emailed me to keep Sundays, man, I love you. I really do. I asked yesterday who wants to keep it on Sunday. And I got maybe a half a dozen uh, texts and emails to keep it. And I should tell you each one, you know who you sent. I'll, I'll send you an email back. I just want to tell you each one of you, I, I appreciate it like crazy. Thank you. Thanks guys. But that idea that we cannot build within ourselves this strength, this maximum strength to take our goals to the, to the goal line. So what happens is if you're paying attention to it and we're journaling again, right? What'll happen is like this. This is, I mean, we spoke about this called stick week. Remember I told you about, about stick week, I share with you everything. It's like we're, we're family. I share with you stuff. Whenever I start like a new workout, a new diet, like I, over time, I've taught, I've, I've realized that first two, three weeks are good. And then I have like a lull for like three weeks. A friend of mine who's now starting to try to lose some weight. So he asked me for advice. And I said to him, like, if you're really going to try to diet, like understand that your body's not gonna be like, Oh, we're dieting now. Okay. Here's five pounds. Thanks for showing up. There's going to be a lull coming your way. You're going to work out and eat healthy for weeks. And at the end of it, you're not going to get much. For weeks, I don't know about how you guys operate. 
And then with God's help, it'll, it'll be better. But don't lose the middle. As the lull hits, you don't get the variety. But it's just a regular part of a long process. There needs to be a zeal that we apply to getting up and doing it again every single day. And we'll talk about this more. This is a big piece of how Jewish thought works. All right, everybody. Thanks for the community that we have together. Oh, what would I do without you guys? Appreciate you guys being with me. Appreciate you guys being here together with us. Uh, try today, if possible, to really do this. I think it would be very helpful, and I would love to hear from you, especially as we get to Friday and we start doing Q&A again. Try to pick something to, to really fast acting or maximum strength. Push yourself in that world and then see what the pushback is and try to just begin the process. Or you're probably in the middle of the process, but continue the process with us as to what those voices are saying so that we can continue to sort of graduate and grow from voice to voice and to really inculcate not only fast acting, but maximum strength in our lives. All right. Have an awesome, awesome day. Thanks again for everything. With God's help, can't wait to see you again tomorrow.